it, yeah. this is not professional. This isn't branding. This is the opposite of branding. This is begging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need to be approaching us. You know what I'm saying? But shoot, man, we back in here, man. What's going on, Thomas? What's up, Alex? And oh, Camille, man. bro, we got it. We got a good. Fr- I I consider her a friend and uh, just somebody with great energy, just a great vibe. That's why we've been vibing, um, but just incredible. And I'm excited to hear from Camille Hitta. And I know that's not how you pronounce her name, so don't come at me. I know how to pronounce it, but I like Hitta because she's a Hitta man. Yo, she be getting it in, man. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited that this conversation with this with this young lady today, man. I'm super excited. Oh, no, thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah. Oh, now she's all like calm. Y'all, y'all ain't see it before. Y'all, y'all ain't see what was going on before the you will. cameras turned We're not, we're not going to edit the uh, the first twenty minutes. You're going to see. All of a sudden, oh, well, you know. <laughs> oh my god. No. You know, I think that's one one of the things that's so special about her is she's fun. She's you know she's got great energy, but then she's also very professional, which is why we wanted to to have you and uh you 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 definitely polished at the right times well i was raised in a place where people don't expect that but um it does come out sometimes where people don't (laughs) expect what my lancasterness oh dude watch check this i didn't even know that i was there i was born in philippines i should have known i we moved around a lot with my dad, my stepdad being in the military. So we settled in Lancaster for whatever reason. But I was there since second grade and didn't know about anything outside of the world other, other than that until I was like 20, 22. Other than the AV? Yeah. Well, Alaska. Uh, I did live in Alaska. What? But I thought it was a Lancaster to Alaska. Like that's, I didn't know there was anything outside of that. Yeah. Well, the uh, Antelope Valley school system really did, did not teach. <laughs> Geography too well. <laughs> oh my she like there's, there's three places in the whole world: the Philippines, Lancaster, well, and I didn't Alaska. Do good in school, okay. Neither I didn't did do I. Good in school. Yeah, at school is. I barely, I barely passed. Yeah. You need school. I feel you. School? you know what's funny though? Like you, you hid your Lancasterness. I think is what you called it very well because I had no idea. Check this oh. out, bro. Like, be, like, isn't it funny? I feel bad. Like my Lancaster radar wasn't on or my AV radar. I was just telling my wife that a few years ago we were in, um, we we're in Vegas, just me and a couple buddies, and we we're kind of born and raised in the AV, and we're playing blackjack, and you know the the um, the dealers rotate and stuff, mm-hmm. and so one of the dealers that rotated in. We're having a great time. We're fun. We're loud, you know, and we're, we're playing blackjack. And she was like, random, the most random question, dude. And she was like, are you guys from Palmdale? Oh, and I was gosh. like, excuse me? Whoa. She's like, I don't know why, but you guys have this vibe of like people from where I grew up. I'm like, oh, snap, you grew up in Palmdale. Like we were, we, she recognized us from our attitude and our demeanor. So I feel bad that I didn't recognize I know. the AV in you. But I should have known. If you guys seen Camille dance, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a break dancing. Seventh, eighth grade. What? Yeah, you know, pop and locking. Look, she can still do it. Man, don't, don't tempt her. <laughs> don't tempt her. She had the Adidas shell toes with the fat laces. My color was orange. You know, you everyone had a color. You know, to and yours was orange. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what got you out of? So did you? What got you from? Did you move from Lancaster to some? Uh, obviously, somewhere else now. But um, like, well, did you well, bounce around after that too, or? 
Well, you know, when I was in high school, I I was very set on what I wanted to do for my career. I was going to be a professional photographer, everything. But then I met my now husband in high school. And obviously, right, relationships, they kind of, they, you change your priorities when yep, things so. change, right? Which is, was all good. Newly, newly wedded right here with Alex. Um, but yeah, so when we had graduated high school, we got our own place together and I got pregnant. And so we were kind of just forced to become adults, you know, mm. had to get a big girl job, you know. Um, I thought I was I thought I was doing big things, being an assistant manager, a hot dog on a stick. It was awesome until I quit and they didn't let me have my hat. I thought I was like, that was so weird. You couldn't keep your hat? You yeah. had to turn it back in? Yeah. And that thing was nasty. Hey, there's a like, there's a GM out there still rocking Camille exactly. Hitter's hat. Exactly. My DNA is still somewhere in the one's hat. Ew. I did not expect that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, Get and so like <laughs> I, I was like, I have to, like, you know, regretfully resign. And oh, okay, that's fine. Here, um, give us back the hat. No, I was like, oh, okay. But you know, I became a pharmacy technician and uh, working at Kaiser. I was doing I, everything was great, but a time in my life where me, and my mar- my marriage was not doing good. Like we, and I expected it. You know, things were gonna be. There was gonna be adversity. We had to grow up really fast. We sure. we met when we were seventeen years old. You know, um, he hasn't experienced, you know, other relationships before. So I knew, like, there was going to be some kind of stuff that was going to happen. But, you know, I just stuck through it. Marriage was tough for me, and I tried as much as I could. And and when when things were – issues were happening, you know, the what, marriage was getting a little crowded, I just thought, you know, maybe I, I should go on my – do my own thing. And so I'm not saying I was a saint and I was an angel. I, I messed up a lot too in sure. that marriage. And so I was, I felt like I needed to be selfish at that point and figure out what Camille wanted. And so a good friend of mine, we broke, we had broken up for, it was a year then. And then my friend was like, hey, why don't you, you know, move to Irvine? Um, live with me. I'm looking for a roommate. There's a Kaiser like right up the street. And I'm like, oh, bet. I'm like there, right? And so I get the job and it was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I didn't know that you could transfer and it was just a cool thing i've never did this never happened to me before i was independent you know and finally selling drugs <laughs> like literally right yeah, yeah. dope <laughs> <laughs> exactly but i was licensed you know this so dude, uh, oh, legally yeah legally yeah uh, it was it was awesome and you know i found who i was and i and I, that's when i discovered there was an outside world at the lancaster and then when we had decided to get back together I said, look, like I'm not like if you're gonna get back together with me, we gotta we gotta live in Orange County. And he was like, okay, cool, I'm there. So we we've been together ever since, and we've traveled. He's you know he's really good at. I don't know if you guys are good at the traveling, like taking care of that, but my husband is no. really good at doing that stuff, and I just take care of the schedule. And he like, I don't know if this is TMI, but he he does the the travel scheduling and like takes care of the arrangements for that because he wants to make sure i'm not going to be on my thing so that's what his reason <laughs> bro i never thought about that chris yeah you're you're Genius. a hero you're a hero <laughs> Genius. yeah that is amazing right what a skill hey dude so i mean he knows when i'm gonna have it more than i am you want to have fun <laughs> it's part of the it's part of the package exactly trip like, package <laughs> So <laughs> somebody needs to put a tracker like that. Look, TripAdvisor, 
or whatever. Like that's amazing. If if this is something that you start to consider, TripAdvisor, where you can like monitor, (laughs) you know, and predict with accuracy, yeah, Yeah. on on the scheduling of that stuff. In the Apple Watch, maybe they have it in the Apple Watch. Hey, you you better pay. You better pay. uh, You better pay the heaters. If that's something, dude, that's a genius. I am not a planner, so I, yeah. I, I respect that. I just like, wh- when are we leaving and how many <laughs> pairs of underwear I need to take, babe? Like, you tell me. I like to think I can plan stuff until I actually have to do it. And the ball gets all the way dropped. I'm a last minute. All right, what are we doing? Okay. Last minute type yeah. of guy. Yeah. Um, no, my wife has a checklist, bro. Like, she'll start planning something three, four weeks out, and she'll have a list of things we need, and she'll have a designated part of the house, like, so she can start putting the stuff in see, when, the same spot and check it off. See, like, I can't women, do that stuff. When women start talking about stuff like that in front of my husband, I'm like, be quiet. Be quiet. Because, like, <laughs> now he's going to be mad Raising at me. Raising the bar, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's like don't worry I got that don't even trip he's like I got it dude I could throw everything in like a five gallon glad bag and just be like good you know what I mean I I don't know I'm not I'm not the planner but I like to think I'm good but I'm not and then and then when when the plans don't go like as planned I get all butthurt and I'm like I had nothing to do with the plans I can't even be mad I can't really be bad besides. Well, you could have. You chose not to, Uh, though, right? Yeah, so you got to roll with the punches. Me, I'm good with just rolling with the punches. My wife likes to do activities, but like if I'm on, if we're on vacation, like I honestly don't mind sleeping in and chilling out. But she's like, no, we got to go out. We got to sightsee. I want to go on a hike and this and that. And it has different definition of vacation because sometimes for me, I'm like, man, I want to chill out. Let's order some room service. Like, I don't (laughs) want to get out of bed. See, that's why I have to start planning vacations now. Not the whole travel like arrangement, but now I have to start planning vacations because that's what my husband wants to do. And I'm the one that's like, I want to go on a hike. And he's like, why why do you want to walk? For so long and look at stuff like <laughs> it's only Hawaii. Like, I know. I'm like, let's what? just go to the store. They have postcards. You can see all of the sites. Like it's like a highlight reel, huh? Like in the little round thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a good real idea, actually. That should yeah, be your first one. Activities, man. Oh my gosh. Wait, well, what do you, you mean? How? Elaborate on that. Okay, so my idea of doing a reel, because I got inspired by that. So you could literally be like uh, a reel of like all the postcards on the rack and just like spin it. And then your caption can be like, you know, something either funny, inspiring or, you know, motivational or something like that. I was going for something funny. So you're more witty. You're fast at being more faster at like getting being witty than I am. So you could probably come up with a caption, but like imagine it like spinning. And then, like that could be, that could be like a dream that you you've been wanting to to do for so long or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like the real turns into like actually there, or like oh, or like the or like the beginning. Like I'm gonna go to this place, or like you know one day I'm gonna be here and this and this place and that. And it's just spinning and spinning. And then like have a I don't know. My goal is to travel the world in a year or something like whatever. Like you know, right. just be creative like that and just have fun with it. Don't even like worry about other people like what they're doing and how creative they are you'll never like be as creative like that the 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 value of the message is the most important and like people can like watch your journey from the beginning 
that is like what people are attracted mm. to because they see you like oh like you know they're just starting out and they're in the same spot as me and that's why it's important when you talk to the camera that you imagine you're talking to the person which is your old self or the person that needed that you needed you know or the person mm. that that needed you uh, if that makes sense does that make mm -hmm. sense so it it, it 100 does um Guys, this is why we're excited for you guys to hear from Camille because um, I don't think we <laughs> talked about <laughs> yeah I don't think we talked about your transition from yeah. pharmacy tech mm -hmm. right is that mm -hmm. what you said pharmaceutical tech to kind of your area of expertise now and oh. I mean Camille wears a bunch of hats she's uh, incredible in, in different areas but specifically we wanted to talk about branding and yeah. leveraging social media and stuff like that so she just dropped a huge nugget. How much do you think about, like you said, I was just inspired by that, the spinning thing. Like how much of your thought process just goes towards inspiration? Is it something that's constantly on your mind? Okay. All day long. And it's fun for me. You know, it's just like, it's exciting. Even if I just, I don't do anything about that and I, and I write it down or I cheer that person on that, that did something that inspired me, that like, that's like cool for me. And, but it's not, but when you're building a business, you need to apply everything that you, that you, any kind of message that you, whether you're a believer and you, you know, you have faith, like I believe, I have, I have faith and I believe in God. So whenever God gives me a message, he's like, Camille, like I gave this to you for a reason, like you need to move. And when you don't, that's when you're like kind of slapping him in the face a little bit because someone else needs to hear that message and make it funny. I like to make things fun. I like to make things light. I don't, I, I can be serious too, but you know, it's, it's not as fun, but it, you know, you just have a little mixture of it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but it's all day and it's because I crave it. I love it, you know? So. That's like, fascinating. So with doing that, like making things fun and, so is that like a part of kind of creating like an identity of a brand? Okay. So is that a totally different thing or because I was trying to figure that out, you know, I was like, well, how does somebody create like a brand identity? Like what's the, mm. like, what's the formula? What's the, yeah. Like what's the, so what's the mm. form of creating like a, of creating a, you know, whatever brand brand that you want for yourself, but how, how does somebody kind of create their own identity and be, consistent with that because i think sometimes i'd be all over the place yeah. personally sometimes i'm all over. one time you know i'll take a picture of this it'll be on my it'll be posted on a page <laughs> it'll be a picture of that'll be posted on a page it'll be this a story or and then a month later on. it's like no one hears from me right yeah no so, i totally i know what you're talking about um I, like tommy was asking with the transition of the businesses that i've like what i've done like the transition to what i'm doing now um, as a pharmacy technician, I was not happy in my marriage, right? So that was a really dark time in my life. And I had postpartum depression and all this stuff. I wasn't diagnosed with it, but I knew something was wrong. Sure. And so this depression was on and off for 10 years. And so, yeah. That's like, a long time. It was time. a long time. And it's it's dark. It's a dark place. And, you know, I when it tries to it tries to creep up and I'm just like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> you know, like, you know yeah. no, get out of here. Um, but... When I was in the pharmacy, I wasn't happy because of my marriage. But when I was at work, I was thriving. I loved it. Like, people hated me at work. And I, I, I loved it that they hated me because <laughs> I love that they hated me. But at the same time, I want to be everybody's friend. But when I tried to be everybody's friend, that's when I got in trouble because mm. they would do the backstabbing. There was a lot of politics and, like, yeah. you know, seniority and all this stuff. It was terrible. Um, 
I could have quit so many times, but I didn't because I'm like, no, I'm here for my family. I'm here for me. And so my marriage wasn't doing good. And I, this lady, um, she has a MLM, it was an MLM and it was a skincare company, makeup company. She invited me to this event and I was like, oh yeah, sure. I'll, you know, I'll support you whatever. I've been buying from her for a long time. And I went to this event and it would just change my life. I was like, what the heck? I didn't know that I could make my own I could make my own life. Like I could create, design my own life, my mm-hmm. own job. I thought I grew up, hey, you better be in the medical field. It's the best thing you could do. My mom's a nurse. I'm Filipino. You know, it's shocking. Shocking. <laughs> and <laughs> that she's I'm a half, nurse. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. So she's like, you got to do this. You got to get a big girl job, you know, all this stuff. And for so long, I wanted to be a photographer. And it just, it just didn't happen because I had to have a baby. You know, I was growing a family. So I put that dream on the shelf, you know, I put that away. And then when I discovered this whole entrepreneurship thing, oh my gosh, I, my life was forever changed. My, I started to do more personal development. I started to really love myself more and um, started seeking my faith more. It was just all around the best thing ever. But, you know, the business model, I didn't really like it. You know, and I I felt like, I was like, God, like, is this wrong if I quit this? Like, I just don't feel right. Is there something else? And I had a baby. I had my my second. And then I had my third. And it was like back to back. Yeah, it was back to back. And it was so great. But then I was just like really heavy. I was borderline obese. The doctor was like, you're borderline obese. You need to, you really need to watch your weight. And so I was stressed out. It was the most stressful pregnancy I've ever had and now my son who was in that my belly at the time he has autism and I always like I know God like you like I forgive myself for whatever it is but like I hope that's not the reason you know but I really believe that when you're stressed out when you're pregnant it's like it's you have to start from the wound like really loving that baby you know so oh my gosh I don't want to get emotional Um, Mm -hmm. so um anyway so when that happened I was just I was overweight and I was like what can I do and so my friend, I saw her post something. Uh, she's doing like a fitness challenge. I was like, oh, I want to I wanna do it. And so I got excited again. Something sparked in me. And I actually was a fitness coach, online fitness and nutrition coach um, for three years. I did the makeup and skincare industry for three years. Mm. And then I tried to build a fitness industry online coaching with another MLM company. I did that for three years and I loved it. But the margins were super low and it just wasn't providing for my family the way I was picturing it. And I was like, maybe I should be a physical trainer. But people would get on my nerves when they don't do what I asked them to do. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> it would, it was just upset me at the time. I'm okay. I've grown from that. But it just really, I just like, that's not me. Like, I can't do it. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should be a doula and all this stuff. But during all this time of entrepreneurship, I, I was doing masterminds, spent thousands of dollars where we did a mastermind, a year mastermind, my biggest investment in trying to build a business uh, with her name is Lisa Saswich. She amazing, amazing woman. She was she's trained Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins have trained her. She knows like Brian Tracy and like like all these like really uh, the pioneers of, you know, society of the world today. And um, I did her program for a year and it was really awesome. And I've, I've been able to use my skills and the things that I've learned to teach other people how to price their, their packages, how to, how to create e- um, an e-commerce business, how to build an, an online library of workshops, monetization, you know, autom- automation and all these different things. I've learned that from not just that year, but the things that I've done over time. So I've been an entrepreneur for over 11 years. 
But when I had my fourth baby, I just didn't feel like I should be a fitness trainer because, I, I, like I said, it would, people would we would just get on my nerves and everything was for free. If not, if it wasn't for free, it wasn't worth it. I'm like, really? So, so I had my fourth baby and I said, what can I, I was pregnant with her. I saw my same friend that did the fitness thing. She's a photographer and I've always wanted to be a photographer. So I said, okay, this is my chance. I'm going to be a professional photographer. So I got into wedding photography and I started to build my own business. And that's when I spent more investments on how do I, how can I make this like go faster? So I spent, I spent thousands of dollars on building a business that is predictable, which I'm going to talk about today, um, which is very important when you're, when you're trying to create a brand. You know, it's not just about being creative. It's about having a system. And when you don't have a system, you are not going to last. And I think Tony Robbins said it's like 80% of businesses don't last like more than what, five years or something like that or more mm-hmm. than 10 years. And they quit, you know. So I, I really, I really am I, I was really excited to build photography, but I resigned from Kaiser. I, I quit at Kaiser, right? And because I wanted to be home with my kids, my two boys weren't talking. They're they're on the spec. They were on the spectrum at the time. Um, one of them just delayed in speech, but I just felt like okay, I need God was calling me to be home with my kids, so I did. I I I was like took that leap. I was like okay, God, like. Everybody thought I was crazy. Why would you leave Kaiser? You know, it's a good job. It's good benefits. They always do. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was just on me about that. And I said, listen, I need to do what's right for my family. Like money to me is like energy. Like it'll come and go in waves and flows. Like I don't, I don't, I didn't look at money like that. But I knew that being a uh, personal trainer online, it just wasn't, I wanted my license. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be more credible and I would have to go through school and that. And I was like, I don't want to go to school, you know? And so when I was a photographer, it, my time was ripped away from me again. Mm. And I, I was like on, on like call almost, you know, like, oh, you're, yeah, I'll do this for you. Like, no problem. Or like, oh, yeah, um, I'll do it for you. Super discounted. And like all this stuff, like just my, my confidence was high, but then it was, it was like going up and down. Because you're, as a creative and artist, you're constantly wanting someone to say, oh, I love your work. Because you do it to your art, and if somebody doesn't like your work, then mm-hmm. you're gonna get what some they want their money back, or you know they they're never gonna hire you again. I mean that's never happened to me, but that was like in my mind like the worst thing that could happen. Oh my gosh, I don't want someone to not like my work, mm-hmm. you know. And so my husband one day he was like, Camille, what happens if you like break your leg or something? Are you still gonna get paid? And that was like, oh my gosh, like what am I doing? I'm like, God, like, I thought I was living my life, like, my dream life. Like, is this not it? And so I prayed really hard. I said, God, what can I do that I can be around my family, have my time back, all this, you know, things that I want to live and, like, do and be philanthropist and travel the world with my kids? How do I do that? What kind of job is that? And that's when I learned about the financial industry and, like, this particular company that I'm with, that I love, that we're in, you know, I love it. It's, it's, it's given me permission. Jamie, I owe so much to her, even though I don't even talk to her. But she's given me permission to put my family first for the first time. <laughs> Sorry. But it's just like incredible, you know. So when it comes to when it comes to what I do now, it's an old industry. Like, man, this needs to evolve, right? And so w- when I came in, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, you know. But I had to check myself real fast because, <laughs> because I'm not a broker yet, you know. And when, you're, when you get to a certain level, yeah. You can do, you can change things all you want, but 
you know, that's the importance of this, the business that, that we're in. Like, it's just about being coachable and, and, and I, and to me, I'm like, well, how can I still be my creative self? Cause it, I, I, I thrive when I'm creative and I'm being inspired. So how can I, how can I weave that in to what I'm doing now? And so I'm asked to do trainings and I'm able to do my PowerPoint or like someone will say, oh, how do you do social media? Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to talk about it. And so I record my rec- my trainings now and I give the link to, to people. And so that way I don't have to repeat myself, like do it over and over in monetization. Oh, you've automated it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so, yeah, and that's what I've been doing with this, with the business because I mean, I'm still, I still want to work smarter, but also harder. I don't believe in just working smarter. You have to work hard too. Yeah, you got to do both. Oh, you got to do yeah. both. And, um, you know, plow. yeah, it's all about ROI. Brendan Burchard talks about this equation, ROI. Have you guys seen it? It's brilliant. Probably. It's brilliant. So basically like. What was the name? Brendan Burchard. Brendan Burchard. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book called um, The Hab- the Hi- High Performing Habits. High Performing Habits. It's like a thick book, but it's so worth it. Uh, anyway, so he talks about ROI and like how it has to be greater than these uh, the, the other the terms. So T for time, E for energy, R for um, relationships, M for money, and S is sanity, which is like the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So the ROI has to be greater than all those other things on the other side. And so when I started like, because I do this all the time, I'm always going to workshops. I'm always learning from other people who paved the way before us whether they're in our company or not i've been doing it for years and i feel like that's why i've done the work i've done the hard stuff i've done i've gone through the hours of, and that's why i'm able to provide you know as far as the development you've gone through yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the development um yeah and and you sought out a platform where you can mm-hmm. implement it it sounds like yeah exactly exactly and so people you know call me for advice and stuff like that but the thing is like i'm always such a people pleaser I always want to help everybody else. So recently I just discovered I need to work on, I need to build on my brand. Mm-hmm. And that brand is, um, I have a ministry as well that I that I minister uh, women on Thursdays at 5 a.m. Every, every week. And God put that in my lap. I'm like, oh my gosh, you sure you want me to do this? You know, so... It's been amazing. These women are so grateful for the, that mo- that time that we spend together. And I'm able to do one-on-one sessions with them. And it's just, it's been a really, it's been a really big change in my life. And I feel like wherever you decide to do, if you want to create a brand or work for somebody, just go for it and see how it goes. And if you don't like it, change your mind. Like, no big deal, you know? Well, but well, at the same time. <laughs> from a brand, from a content creator and a brand creator and an entrepreneur and stuff like that, obviously in business marketing is important. Yeah. But the the what people purchase generally in business, at least in like the franchise model and stuff, is the brand that's been developed. So for individuals that are looking to build something on their own, right? Like I think that's what Alex was asking. What would you say is the formula to building that brand? Like what is there is there a set of pillars that you need to get familiar with that you want to represent? And then based on the like you you understand what oh, I'm saying? I see so like what saying. is like what what is that that formula in that process? Obviously, you want to find the right platform and something right. that you can stand behind, which I think was the point you were making. But mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to like setting down and game planning, what does that look like? And I'm asking because I struggle with this. Like I'm yeah. I'm I'm trying to figure out like what is it that I want to represent. Right. I, I'm also a man of faith. I'm a husband. I, I'm a father. And those are like the three best parts of my life. Yeah. But how do I 
present that or package that to where I become attractive because I'm also, you know, like looking to build and, 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 you know, establish a solid business and stuff like that. And I know there's a lot of people right now, especially that are kind of in the same boat. So how, how would you say like would be step one in figuring that part, that part out? Well, first of all, like personal development, you guys know that that's like super key. Cause when you do personal, I always say when people are like, Oh, Camille, I'm afraid I'm going to run out of content. I'm like, well, are you doing personal development every day? They're like, no. And I'm like, well, you, if you do, then you won't ever run out of anything, to be honest. But the first thing, you, another thing, too, that's really important is, like, what industry do you want to work in, right? Like, what, like if it's an opportunity, then go for it, right? Like, if, it, if it, you're not passionate about it yet, but you just want to see how it goes, I always say if it's an opportunity, you need to find something to be passionate about in it. And, that, like, some people have to work for somebody else. Because they're not entrepreneurial, they don't they don't have that belief yet. Or yeah, we need you know employees. I mean? Yeah, we need employees exactly. Like who's gonna who's gonna like you know like serve me you know dinner and like you know when you go to a restaurant or who's gonna like come and clean the house like when no oh, yeah right yeah ne- like, necessary for sure yeah like seriously so the thing is like when you have um whether whatever you do whether it's Mike I think what was that guy from Dirty Jobs what's his name. Oh, Mike Rowe. Rowe. Mike, Mike Rowe. Rowe. You guys, if you guys have not seen this interview. Hey, Mike, if you want to come on the podcast, man. Holla. Man, let us know what it do. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Don't play with us out here, Mike. Let us know what it is. Yeah, no, I love that guy, though. If you Okay, look it up. It's about opportunity versus uh, versus like a job or something. Like that. I forget what it's called. I'm going to send it to you guys. But basically, it's about differentiating between getting a job. Yeah, find it. Go ahead. I'll put it in the description from, too so people can look at it. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's so smart. So differentiating from like a job, like a dirty job, right? Mm-hmm. And opportun- and uh, and your passion. So when I heard him say this, it was back in like 2016, 2015. I was uh, I was in my fitness training. I was like, oh, I like what I do. I'm passionate. I, you know, like, you know, I'm fit. Like, I'm, I'm so awesome. Like, this is so – you guys need to feel like me. I was like so – it was not – it was not the way I am right mm. now. So, but so what he says is, I'm sorry. Yeah. But it says, don't pursue your passion, chase opportunity. Exactly. And when I heard him say that, I was like, wait, I'm interested. And look, check this out. When other people have seen that, you should have seen comments like, that's wrong. Like, this is like blasphemy. Like, that's like, why would you even say stuff like that? People were talking about it. Like, why? of course, follow your passion. I, I believe Joe, uh, Mike. You know, when he said that, like, I know, hey, Mike, um, I believe <laughs> I when he like said that, because yeah. it's like, like I was at Kaiser as a pharmacy technician because it was an opportunity. And I was like, I, I won't be able to put food on the table if I don't have this job. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a photographer, you know. So when I did this job, I found something I was passionate about. And I believe that you can if you only open up your heart to do it. Like someone who takes out the trash or cleans like animal poop for a living or you know cleans drains like did they really want to do that when they were a kid maybe 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 not but maybe they just have and then they found the good workers at a job they love what they do Mm -hmm. they want to do it but not everybody wants you know to be an employee but that's why they're meant the ones that don't want to be an employee they're meant for entrepreneurship you know what i mean like so i think that for one it doesn't matter what industry you're in or what job you have but say you're building a brand 
and you're like mm-hmm. doing your your job right because you need to you you have to to provide for your family but say you want to build something on the side or maybe you're starting from scratch and you're like you don't have yet no job experience but you want to be like the next gary v or whatever it is you have to identify what it is that who it is that you want to speak to like what what mm-hmm. industry do you want to be like what industry is going to complement that message and you have to have some kind of value to give and i'm not saying like I went to this four-day retreat, personal development retreat. It was awesome. This girl, I was talking about my story, and I've been through a lot, and we really opened up. It was like my second family. Um, She was like, she came up to me, and she's like, man, Camille, like, I wish, like, hearing your story, like, I wish I had gone through some kind of terrible stuff because I don't have anything. Like, what am I supposed, how am I supposed to share anything? You know, I didn't go through what you went through, and, you know, how am I, what kind of value can I give? I'm like, that's your story right there. Like, you can, whatever it is that you want, like, you can do that. Like, whatever situation you've been in, you can turn that into something. Because my girlfriend, Brittany, I love her death. Brittany Green Connolly, she's amazing. Uh, I should get you guys together because she's amazing. Um, she did. She talked about it the other day. It There's a difference between skill set and gifts. So when you have a mm. gift... You you better you better answer that call. You know, answer the calls that that are knocking on you on your door. And if you miss it, God's gonna have someone else do it. And so, when it comes to skill set, when you are going through the motions of figuring out what you want to create, who you want to be, what kind of business it is, and all that stuff, if you feel your skill set taking over, and you feeling you're feeling that pressure in your chest, like it's literally in your chest, and you're like trying to be like you know eager about it and trying to rush things and control things you have to be able to know when to release that pressure and know that with the difference between a gift and a skill set and you know not to say that skills aren't needed they are you know they are but when it comes to your gifts that's what you can build on you know that's why Mm. that's why i say when when you build i'm always big about building a predictable business i was talking to alex about it the other day like you have to build a predictable business and and see where the creativity can come in, see where the fun can come in, you know, see, you know, how you can weave God into there if you want, like I am, but, you know, which is important to me. And but if it's important to you, then, you know, you can weave, you can weave those things in there. So. But, the, but that's part of your pillars, right? Is that fair mm-hmm. to say? Like, so one of yours is obviously faith, mm-hmm. having some fun, yes. right? And then um, whatever your natural skill set is, so you would say, or your natural gift, I'm sorry. Your natural your, gift. Your God-given gifts. God-given gifts. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, sure. you know, it's interesting to me. Like, there's a lot of people that ha- may have gifts, but they mm-hmm. may not know exactly what their gift is. That's true. You know, but it's somewhere in there. Right. You know what I mean? Because there's certain, you know, and some people may be able to see your gift before, before you, do. you do. That's right. So how can, so- I don't know, I don't even know if this is even possible. No, answer, I hear what you're but, saying. But how do saying. we, how, do, how does somebody figure out what their Gifts That's are. a really good question because a lot of a lot of people have that same question. I just did. A, I want to know. Yeah, for real. So there's this book. Okay, it's called "Becoming a Vessel God Can Use." And now I did this with uh, the the Bible study that we do on Thursday mornings. We did this book, twelve week guide book, and it talks about. It's not about like how good you are or how like how amazing you're going to be, whether you want to be a speaker or you want to be rich or anything like that. It's about being available for God. And mm. that's why when you're available, you're going through the motions. You know, you're you're content with your daily bread. You're content with your day. And when you when you see too much in the future, 
too much where you're not living in the present, that's when you know, like, you got to do some self-work, you know, you got to do some reflection and all that stuff. Um, personal development, that's why personal development is, like, super key. But like I said earlier, with when you have a job and you're going through the motions and you become passionate about something about that job, something else might spark up. And you, but that's what it is. It takes action, like just doing. I always say the act of doing brings confidence. I should like put that on a shirt, but like put on just, a t-shirt. Put on a t-shirt. Yeah, and then um, so when you do, when you in the act of doing things, you're just gonna naturally find your gifts, and then you get excited. And you know, if you're a faithful person, you talk to God as much as you know as you sh- as we all could, and like really ha- are open to doing. Um, God's gonna, God's gonna guide you, you know, he's gonna guide you in the direction that you should be going to be available, you know, to be, you know, to do things in his glory. And so that's what I believe, you know, and if you're not a faithful person, like you don't believe, you know, I believe you're totally fine. I'm like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, can't talk to you, you know, not, it's not like that. But if you, same thing though, it's an energy, right? It's like, believe It could be whatever you want to call it. You can call it energy, you can call it the universe, you can call it. Yeah. Uh, but it's all about believing in yourself 100% if you just believe in yourself and just like trust yourself and how you trust yourself is by finishing what you started Mm. you know saying what you keeping your word Mm. stuff like Mm. (laughs) stuff like that you know so that's the biggest thing is to really just to identify like what it is like you want to share if you were gonna do a, a business I know like this one girl she's like 14 or 15 years old she made pillows she, she has an e-commerce business making pillowcases and pillows, pillowcases, and she made $40,000 in like six months. It's insane. On pillowcases? Yeah. I got a lot of old pairs of drawers that are like broken, a <laughs> soft material. Oh it's that what? Kawanda? What you say? What would you call your t-shirt? Wakanda. <laughs> this will die. <laughs> Softest pillowcase ever. Look, Rebecca, you got to get your man some. <laughs> your boy over here needs some new. <laughs> hey, recycled. We call it, we call it being green. Oh, my, my gosh. My people. Um, <laughs> no. So, it, it, I mean, it, all that stuff is fascinating. Again, for me, it's something. That, and it's probably the fact that I tend to overthink naturally. Um you know, as far as mm. like, what is it that I want to put out there? Like, what's that package look like? And I've, I've written it down and crumbled it up and thrown it out. And I guess the missing piece is probably the action, right? And taking exactly. the action. But we've tried to do things, my wife and I, and, you know, kind of share our journey and have conversations and give parental ideas, you know, and stuff. And I don't know. I just get frustrated and I don't know if there's like a high expectation of return Mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? I don't feel like I'm worthy of trying to like help people uh, when it comes to that because we don't have a perfect, we got a pretty good marriage, but you know, like, I don't know what it is. So I'm, that's what really what I was trying to like get you to give me like, yeah, like, Hey, what is it that people can do? And there's probably not, there's probably not one, but, um, I guess from a brand standpoint, the most important part from what I've gathered and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's just knowing what you want to represent. Yeah. And not, and not like, going outside of that, not going outside of your values, you know, sticking to your values. And I believe that like God is going to line that up and anything that is deviating from that. If you, if you are doing the spiritual work, you're going to know what's not aligned and it's just going to filter itself out. Cause you're like, I'm focused. Here we go. I'm doing this. I'm available for you. Where, where should I go? And I ask that every time. 
I don't expect anything. I, I always ask, like, how can I navigate through this conversation before I talk to this person? How can I make light of the situation? How, how can I be there if they just need me to listen? You know, all these things. And it takes so much pressure away, honestly. And that's what that's what it's about. It's not about, it, yeah, seek him and seek the truth. If you want to, you know, call it truth and all that stuff. I call it truth, too. But seek, you know, keep keep doing the work, keep researching, keep developing at the same time. Research and development, that's what it's for, you know. But it develop. You're, you're developing with the action, right? And so my whole point with that is when you're when you're doing that work, you just have to trust. Like you just have to trust yourself and trust, you know, trust in him and all that good stuff. But I've recently came across um, this devotion I was reading about, you know, when you're when you're looking for the answer, it's not just about looking for the answer. It's about following what peace, the following peace through that journey. So if you don't have peace, with your decision it's not the right one period you know and so sometimes you're like but that peace comes a lot from trusting in your faith too so um another thing um, i just realized that the other day it's so crazy we're talking about this being patient you know the fruits of the spirit patience is a big one and so when you when you think about patience i was like my mom and me we didn't have a great relationship you know growing up i didn't really see her it was like i was on my own pretty much my whole life and just trying to figure things out and so when um i love my mom today though it's it's amazing but that's where i'm getting at is i waited till i was in my 30s i waited for my mom no matter how much like no matter how much she wasn't there for me and like she promised me things and all this stuff and all this, all, all the things that you would, I wouldn't want to do for my kids, like you know, all those things. Like, I waited though. I was whatever she asked me for something, whether it was for help or anything, I would help her. I would be right there. Or I need to write. I'll, okay, I'll be right there. Anything, I would help my mom. Um, but I waited this long, you know, and it's because I, I, I'm passionate about the love I have for my mom, and I respect her, even though, like, you know, I, sure. I wasn't getting, yeah, but. The thing is, that's my whole point is, are you willing to wait? Like the whole bamboo mm. story, you know, you water yeah. for five years. Five years. Are you are you going to water for five years? It's true. It's about action. Just keep doing it because you will see the fruit of it. But if you if you're if you pause on that on that move that God told you to do and you're pausing on it because you're not getting something in return. That reminds me of the story of um, uh, story of Jacob when um. When, was it story of Jacob when he he wanted to I read it in my kids a Bible the other day uh, it's basically about like you know um, oh the Pharaoh the Pharaoh guy the Moses story I'm not really I'm not I love I love the Bible but I'm not like okay I'm not a pastor where I, I went to school for it okay <laughs> <laughs> I love the street the street Bible uh, but um, basically the AV. <laughs> the AV Bible, Bible dog yeah so the story of the pharaoh right he's like yeah okay okay i i will like i'll i'll i'll, I'll release all sorry i'll i'll save all the <laughs> first time that's the first time <laughs> slapping mics not dropping them slapping them first <laughs> slap the mic okay okay so he was like okay i'll let go of the slaves right i'll i'll release them as soon as he and then he was like oh no no, no i changed my mind and then God was like, okay, I'm going to bring all these like bugs, you know, in your town or whatever. And then he didn't listen. So the fact like, you know, you give, you give, you give. Okay, okay, I gave, I gave. So like, I'm done. So, you know. I've done enough. Yeah, I've done enough. So like, we're good now. No, like you still have to go through it. Mm -hmm. So my whole point is like, 
having patience, like if you just follow the fruit of the spirit and just focus on and building those skills, oh my gosh, like you can you can have all kinds of businesses if you want. Like my dream, my biggest dream is to be like the next Gary V. Um, maybe less curse words, but I, I still... I was just going to say, you need to start cursing like, more. <laughs> you better start dropping them F-bombs, Camille, Hitta. But I love I love the way I love the way he, he just pivots and he evolves. And he talks about this too. He's like, you know, when people are like, oh, what do you do when you make a mistake? You know, like, what, like, what do you do? He's like, move on. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, mm-hmm. like, you have to make mistakes and you have to go through the, the trenches to be like what you and identify what you like and what you don't like. Well, I think that's what paralyzes people, too, though, like mm-hmm. for, from entrepreneurship or staying on a mat. Well, being being comfortable with not getting it right. I, I think that's what mm-hmm. paralyzes people like the, the tendency to overthink is because they're like and it's we've talked about it, I think, probably on the podcast where like perfection is like a cop-out right like they i don't want to get it wrong i want to make sure everything's right and nothing works out that way dude mm-hmm. and it's so crazy because i learned that being a parent for the first time mm-hmm. like or even like when i found out we were going to be parents i'm like man i don't know if i'm ready for this and my younger sister man like she's she's I, she's pretty smart um and she said one of those things to me that just stuck out and she said Tommy, you're never going to be ready. Like you have, no, you've never done yeah. it before. Like you're, you're not going to be ready, but you'll learn, right? And if your intentions are right and you have belief and all, and those kinds of things. So, um, but I think that's what paralyzes most people is the fear of making that mistake. So I love that you, you know, you brought that up. I mean, that's that was for me because even still to this day, through all the personal development and and everything right. we've been through, there's still that underlying fear of like, man, am I going to say the right thing? Am I, you know, what I mean, like. Right, and those I, types of things. I so. love what you guys are doing with the podcast. I think it's, I think it's amazing because this is going to last forever. Like your kids it's are going to be out there somewhere. Huh? Your kids are going to hear this when they grow up, and then like you know, our your legacy, you're you, you're building it right now. Like this is like if this isn't what your thing is, like you know, that's okay. Like this could be something fun or whatever this turns into, right? You never know. You might even get like someone huge, like Ed Milet on your show. It's like, Whoa. don't play. no, no, we no, will play. We will, right? We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, manifest we'll, we'll that, right? that. Yeah, we'll get him right? here. We'll get Gary on here too, and right? uh, and Andy, invite, Andy Priscilla. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we have, have audience, don't forget man. About your girl. <laughs> we're gonna get all, we're gonna get all those guys, man. So long as you folks listening, like, share, comment, you know what I mean. You know what Subscribe, mean? do those. Oh, no diamonds, man. Y'all know what it is out here, but yeah. But I think it's great. Like you know, you're. Do you guys are doing this, but then you're also running another business. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it that way, like we all like I believe the reason why people because I've done it, the reason why people don't stick to something is because they're not having fun. I believe Yo. that. I I, mm-hmm. I tend to not do things daily if it's not fun. Yeah. And that's how I am too. So Squirrel, because I cause as soon as something else, either more Exactly. Sometimes you know, I'll be honest, it's more comfortable for me to be doing at that time or more fun or I get a little more enjoyment, whatever. I'm I'm like, you know, I can, I can do this later. Man. I'll just squeeze it in. And well, it's so crazy, like done. even taking out the trash, like I'm like, <laughs> bro, I'm serious, dude. Like I have to like try to make a game out of it. Like, all right, cool. I'm going to like wound this thing up and like toss it. Let's see if I can make it or, you know what I mean? Like how fast can I do it or set a timer and my youngest son is kind of that way dude so like i'm with you i feel that yeah. um 
That's crazy. But okay, so from like a branding and social media and leveraging this stuff, like we're in such an incredible era, Camille. Like, know, it, right? like it just seems to be getting better and better where marketing is free. Gary Vee talks a lot about that, right? Like mm -hmm. he doesn't understand how some of these major companies are still spending millions of dollars for commercials when right. like you can advertise on Facebook for pennies on the dollar or yep. to leverage Instagram and create content, become a content creator. But with that being said, when when we're trying to well, not when we're trying. Let me rephrase that. So what would you say is more important, building a personal brand and becoming attractive to the people that you're looking to attract for, for business purposes or presenting more business stuff and hoping that that attracts people or a blend of the two? Like, what would you that's say? A is good, that's a good question. Um, it's not really to me. It's not really about attraction. It's about availability being available for people. So what I mean by that is when I've been personally branding myself, which I that's what I, I would say, mm -hmm. personally brand yourself, because what if you're with a company and it like it flops? What are you gonna do? You're gonna have to rebrand mm. yourself, re like do that's why whenever I talk to people that have a product, don't brand your product like so much. Talk about it, but don't really brand it like it's a commercial, you know? Like that's what they're that's what their like their uh, websites for like you need to like show the transformation of it and talk about what it's doing for you how it's changed your life and all this stuff but it's about being available and i mean by that is when people since i've been personally branding myself i've been blogging for a long time mini mini blogging on instagram for a long time and the most likes i get are, and the most comments i get is when i talk about my marriage or I have a picture of me and my older daughter because no one believes that like, she's my daughter because I, I had her so young. So I'm like, thank you so much. No, but um, she's seven. She's going to be 17. And so, yeah. Camille just said that she looks young without saying she looks young. <laughs> because Camille way, looks like she's 18. If you didn't catch that, the collagen it, blend and the, the beauty blend that you uh oh thank you but this is incredible <laughs> skincare so companies get, pending right now so i know right so i get a lot of i get a lot of comments and reaction from that and so i give i give people what they want like you know but i i weave my my message in there i weave my message in there, and i feel like what you're doing with your, your wife i think it's awesome i i want to do the same thing with my husband i'm like but he won't get on a mic he won't get on so you're lucky to have that. He's like, I'll show up like once a month or something. I'm like, really? Yeah. Anyway. You know what's funny about that is um, we started doing it really with no intention. It wasn't necessarily about attraction. I was like, hey, if that happens, it's cool. It'll be a byproduct. But it was really more therapeutic exactly. yeah. for us to have this conversation with whoever's willing to listen. But really, we were kind of having a conversation with each other. Um and for me, it was easier to do it on the mic versus sitting on the couch. Um, right. and, and I don't, I don't know why, but we did that more for us. Um, and so maybe that's a little bit of a nugget to have no intention. That is on. a really good point because it it is therapeutic, and you, like a lot of people who they share, like I'm just sharing my journey. I don't care like if I get anything out of this. I'm just sharing my journey, and all of a sudden their page is like huge. I've watched, I watch people, like, I'm a pattern finder. I'm looking at, like, the thing, and, like, how things are working well, out. that's what we want to know, Camille. Oh, yes. The 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kind of kidding. Not, no, I'm not kidding at all. Actually, that's what we, we hope we really dive into that. But go ahead, yeah, pattern yeah. finder. Yeah, yeah. So when you, <laughs> so I think that that was a really good point. I just, I, I that love was, it, man. that was brilliant. Yeah, so good. Well, I, I've, for me too, people ask like, hey, like, what's the pot? That was Mister Pessimist. You know who I'm talking about. So I'm not gonna, oh I'm not gosh. gonna say any names or nothing, but. Where off camera, you know, he asked that question, like, so why, you know, why the podcast and this and that? I'm like, well, first and foremost, dude, like, it's therapeutic for me. Like, I actually enjoy conversation. I, I like the sound of my own voice for some strange reason. And, uh, but, uh, but I like getting it out. And, and I feel like the more I tend to talk, the more ideas and st stuff that's right. somewhere up here in the Rolodex that I forget about seems to work its way to the surface. And so it's beneficial in that way for me. Um, what was the point I was trying to make? I think that's it. I don't no, know. No, but I love that you. I love that you guys are doing that, and you guys talk about stuff because I like it when I hear men talking about their feeling, like you know what's on their chest or whatever. I like I like hearing that because I feel like it needs to normalize. You know, like we could talk about our stuff, but then still be strong men. Mm -hmm. You know, strong fathers oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but that it's okay to have like there's a good harmony about it. I don't I don't like saying balance. I don't know. If we're gonna get into a whole another topic, but. Just having that harmony, you know, and I think that you guys are doing it with this, so I think it's great. I like harmony too. Bone thugs, <laughs> bone thugs and harmony. East nineteen ninety nine. No, no, same, bro. It's same the first of the first no, of the month. Not. We on that thuggish record. It's the fifth of the month, man. <laughs> man, that's that's oh fire. You know, when it was talking about, because that's what we just started even doing it just at the house but we were just talking mm -hmm. yep. yeah literally just talking like man it'd be kind of cool just to and then we just happened to do it because we realized i don't know we just have conversations in the office for like gosh we gotta get it back we've been talking <laughs> for like would. 45 yeah. minutes 30, and we'd be like oh step i got the support i gotta get going eating out the candy jar <laughs> yo that's what we need to hear some candy right now don't yeah. even say that um, oh yeah, I was taking our candy there. Um, <laughs> I only spit facts here, man. Oh my gosh. But that's what, just what it was, and yeah. we're like, man, this is this is pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. We're like, man, well, you know, we have things we could just talk about, and we're like, oh, we have interesting people we know. Oh, well, hey, you know, this this will be pretty cool to do, and it's just fun, you know what I'm saying? You know, and it's and it's yeah. fun to do, and there it. There's no, to me, there's really no work involved. You know what I'm saying? You know, besides right. like, you know, getting some stuff. All you got to do is get some stuff to project them on, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But that's right. it. And eventually, mm -hmm. having somebody else do all the setup, you know what I'm saying? We, it'll right. be at that point one day. Um, but even if it never got to that point, we wouldn't care because this is just fun it's anyway. It's fun, right? You know, so yeah. you know, it's a blast. We have a blast. But obviously, sponsors, we are we are willing to monetize you know our efforts right. so as a fact that's a fact as a fact but yeah. um there's so much that goes into creating a brand like you know i know we you asked you, guys, you asked me to talk about uh building a you know like how to build a brand and stuff as a creative and like mm -hmm. or all that good stuff i feel but i love these this conversation right now it's just going you guys are great like this is like going in any way and i love it <laughs> yeah we bounce around a lot I almost like it. add but. I love it. But just to give value to your listeners, I think that, um, you know, if the biggest thing when building a, a business is 
you know, do the work, you know, go through the motions. It's going to go up and down or whatever. Do the personal development work. Don't like skip out on yourself, on your, on your health, mm. you know, like your health is so important, whether you're doing spiritual work or you're exercising, you know, reading books, whatever, anything that you can do is really good. I think it's good. It's progress. But the second thing is like identifying what you what your message is. And if you do have a mess, turn it into your message. I'm sure you guys heard mm -hmm. that. And so, you know, doing doing that work, you're gonna find your gifts. You're gonna it's gonna reveal itself to you. But then think about it, like who do I who is my 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 niche, my niche, right? Everybody's like, Oh, you have to find your niche, you know, and all that stuff because it's more specific. A long time ago targeted. Yeah, a long time ago I was like, Oh no, I I want to talk to everybody and I, everybody needs what I do. And it was until I started getting more specific, that's when I started, I started getting more action. And so I would say, um, do you guys like know your Enneagram by any chance? Excuse me? Your Enneagram? Hmm? It's at Thomas.Solano. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Alex, stay ready, man. You know, this is right in the description, man. You know. Oh wait, she didn't say Instagram. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know mine. No, no, that's my point. So, like, if you don't know, because I, I'm not. I don't know mine either. I just noticed that there are you guys. Uh, no, but like, okay. So Enneagram is like identifying what your personality is and who you are. So I tried doing this thing, this test or whatever, trying to see who I am and stuff. It only stressed me out because I'm like. I, I know I'm like this, though, but why is it saying I'm like this? It just stressed me out, and I don't like stuff like that. But everybody – but when you have a simple test, like the star one, you know, structure, oh, yeah, techno, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so simple. It's, like, to the point. That's I love that one. I'm arsed. Arsed? <laughs> I think – yeah, A -R I am too. A-R-S-T. Yeah. yeah, I am too. Um, and so when it comes to identifying your personality – it's just getting to know those are just fun little things that you can do, you know, to identify who you are, you know, who your niche is. If you need a little like support, like some motivation, you know, um, inspire, inspiration, stuff like that. There's this one I wanted to tell you guys about. It's called taplink.cc and it said on the top on the top link, it says take the new take the new quiz and check this out. OK, I took the test. Right. It was like five, ten minutes. So the reason why I did it because I wanted to see what, what it is. I'm a pattern finder, right? So I'm like, ooh, how do I, what do I do here? What's going on? And so I took this test and the most majority of who I am and like my tendencies is an architect. And so I was like, wait. And the creative was like kind of small. And I was wondering why, why is it like that? Because I've always been an artist. Like I've always loved like artist stuff. Like photography is my jam. Like videography is my mm. jam. I love film. But I'm not, I'm not a film, uh, videographer, but I just love it so much. Like, why is it so small? And so I thought about it, and it's because I, when I, when I think about like doing photography again, you're building something in your mind. Yeah, like no, but like when I think about photography again, like at my moment, at my stage of my life right now, it it doesn't really excite me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I say when you when you go through these ebbs and flows of like life and stuff you don't have to like stick to what you originally said you were going to do you know if you change your mind that's fine but when when i started learning about architect um architectural things and and like just like thinking about it i'm like oh my gosh no wonder why i love strategizing business i love talking about how to create your package i love how mm. to create a system you know how to make it predictable talking about what does your presentation look like what's your pricing your contracts like planning for the future like projects like all these different things 
And I'm like, no wonder why I'm an architect. Like, I'm more thought architect-minded. Mm-hmm. And so I got me one of those architect, like, tubes on Amazon. And I'm, like, going to, like, create, like, this whole thing because I love fun, right? So I'm going to lay out this big paper and, and, and start like blueprinting my life of what I want in my life. And it's like a vision board, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And roll that thing up, put stock it and roll it out when I, you know, bring my kids involved and yeah. So I want to, if if you don't mind, go back to, so you, you had kind of laid out three things, right? Like Mm -hmm. the, um, the personal development and, um, and then your niche. And what was the other thing you said? Your message. Your, Your, okay. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, so in that process, is there documentation? Would you say the documentation of that journey is important to put out there and make that part of it? Or do you do all three of these things separate of what you actually put out as far as content? Um, it, I mean, I did that with fitness. I did that with fitness and I was starting out and everything like that. Um, but more so with what I'm doing now, I don't, I talk about that too. Like I'm going for a promotion right now and like stuff like that. Or like, oh, I'm going through this class. So I kind of, I do do that, I guess. Um, you know, I share it. Um, but when you document it, it's very important. You guys heard it. The person who tracks, what is it? The person who tracks their business. Um, what is it? You know what I'm saying. The person who tracks their business is like the one who wins or whatever. The trackers are the. Well, I just talked about it literally this morning. You did, huh? I literally talked about it this morning, and I cannot. Think I can't of it. think. It's like not coming in here. But I should have bought you a bang, bro, <laughs> dude. I feel like I'm talking funny, by the way, right now. Bang energy, cause like I, <laughs> bah, like I got this wild and watermelon man is kicking in right now. Oh my gosh! No, but it is very important to document it. Whether you you document it on social media or you know make video it's a video world today. Like you got who cares if you have a fancy camera? It doesn't matter like people want to see like I said that realness. That's why when people are like, "Oh, Camille, like I want all my pictures like really beautiful, like the aesthetics." I'm like it doesn't even matter anymore cuz people want to see real. I know it's so tough too, dude, cuz I I've, I've taken pictures like first thing when I wake up in the morning and I take a picture and people are like oh my god how who did your makeup and i'm like nah dude this is natural hashtag no filter sucker <laughs> so <laughs> i'm so kidding so tracking <laughs> never happened <laughs> has never happened one time <laughs> and oh never will gosh. tracking it so documenting and tracking and putting those things out is that almost like kind of a form of a it's almost like a public accountability yeah exactly declare you're declaring something and you're holding your your people are holding you accountable. Not really like, it, they, like okay, like not right. if you don't do this, then this is gonna happen. But it's more like oh well, now people know that you're in the game, right? Or at least in a game, right? Of whatever journey you're you're on. Mm-hmm. So now, if you look like you're at the same point, <laughs> I know, <laughs> you know like right? you, you know, in the same point, mm-hmm. um, you know, say a year or whatever, however long that timeline is, and like oh well, so it's like. So people now know right. there's like a public declaration. I like that. Yeah, it really is. It's awesome. I think that when you do that, you're you're just being real about it. And people are more likely to want to, you know, follow you and, and have those conversations. The right people, you know, mm-hmm. the right people who are just like desperate for something better for their life. 
they see you doing like going through the motions you're giving them hope you know that that they can do it too you're initially giving permission to people that they can do it too so so knowing your audience right so basically mm-hmm. knowing your audience or yeah. your, your client or who you're trying to help and all right so now I know my audience, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so now I know go. my audience. I know, mm-hmm. so I know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I know who I want to get in contact with. Now, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I know the people I want to deal with. I know what I'm doing, or at least I know what I want to do. Yeah. Now, what next? Now, like what? You know, identify your strengths and what you're good at, and then identify the things you can outsource. Mm. But if you're on a budget, obviously, like every person like is on a budget starting yeah. out, right? So do with what you can. Maybe collaborate, you know, do collaborations. I'm like the queen of collaboration. I love collaborating with people. It's so much fun. And there might not be a payout in it, but it's the experience that you get too. But then you can use that too. But you have to like keep moving forward, like keep doing it, like keep doing the, you know, the work and keep uh, identifying like, um, building that income, even if you did something like not, you know, not, not overpriced your stuff for now, but it depends on what you're doing. Like if it's, if you're a coach, you know, whether it's an e-commerce, if it's an e-commerce, you have to, you have to like have your products out there. Right. So if you're going to have a brand with products, you should have products to sell. Right. And then if you're a coach and say you want to do online coaching, um, create some videos and put, and you know, maybe, but you got to be a little bit unique. You got to be a little bit different and more, a little professional, right? So that mm. is that's one case when somebody buys something of your service and they're and they see, like I look at that stuff because I'm I'm like I've been a photographer for a long time, so I'm like if it's professional, I'm like oh cool, like this is good. And if and it ends up not being something great, I'm like dang it, I wasted my money. But at least like you know you I've done that before where I wasted my money. But the thing is like. If you're if you're sharing on social media every day, which is a free marketing tool, you can just do a regular video. You know, not everything has to be so crisp and so uh, like perfect all the time because you're giving other people permission um, to think the same way, and that's something that doesn't create belief in people. It makes people think that they can't do it, just like how you're saying. Yeah. Um, and then just um, yeah, so I would say. Um, when you're if if whatever industry or business you're in it just depends on what that looks like but if you're like in a company that's already established you know i would say i would say that oh picture uh, i would say definitely just be yourself and show what show what it is oh you see my face <laughs> i was being i was being myself yo <laughs> No, that's not how you call me, is it? Like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I try to make a crooked face. Oh my gosh. Oh, I, I don't smile well. Yeah, no, but <laughs> let me see. Oh, I look mad. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should put that gosh. real serious over here. Real, man. real Everybody serious. All like- yeah. It's all business in here, dude. Oh, dude. Hey, that, that started happening once I shaved my head, man. I got to play the part. <laughs> I know he stands with his feet like this Be now. Mean mugging. T- not pigeon toe. What's that? Uh, I'm ready to see walk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what's that? I'm just kidding, man. I don't, I, I don't know how to do that. Oh, my gosh, man. So now it's the... <laughs> what was he saying? As you said, the um, it's taking action. Yeah. Right, of course. I, you know, that's 
Oh my gosh! Okay. You said you, you, can, you okay, said it's so a video me, world. You said it's yeah, a video world. It's a so, video world. Okay. So just like create create content. Just create content. It doesn't matter if it's perfect. Just like put value out there that you mm-hmm. is actually shareable. You know, I talk mm-hmm. about this in the the social media um, workshop I did, but. You just share, do something that's shareable because you want it to go viral because it's a message that you know is going to serve somebody and you wish you knew a long time ago kind of thing. So having that content is very, very, very important. It's not about how many followers you get or all these, subs- whatever. Like that stuff will come, but you got to have the value, right? You got to have like people, if people come to Alex Rose's Instagram or, you know, your Instagram, they're going to know exactly what you're going to provide. Because they know, because they've gained the value from you already, if that makes sense. So they'll always come back knowing what to expect. So that's why you have to be consistent with your message and not go outside of your your values, you know? Mm, Question two. When it comes to... I know it's hard. It's hard to like really like think about because it's a lot of work. You got to like sit down and like look at all this stuff. Yeah. Because there's so much nuance, right? You know, especially somebody's, whether it's often a product or a service... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but as far as say somebody's brand new at offering, say a service to to somebody, a grouper, um, how do they gauge their price? You know, and, and mm-hmm. this is this is this is something that's you know, it's very nuanced and depends on the person, depends on what's going. On. But how does somebody gauge their pricing to somebody? You know what I mean? To make sure it's like even if they're say they're brand new to doing it, maybe they have experience, mm-hmm. but they're brand new to maybe being on their own. Yeah. Um, how does somebody really gauge like, well, shoot, what should I, what's fair mm-hmm. or what's fair to me? <laughs> you, know <what> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So right. how does somebody got, and, and I know that could be a loaded question depending on what, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but like, that's something I think about. Cause some, you know, some things that, you know, somebody would be saying, well, yeah, like for somebody, I haven't utilized my service. I'm charging 20 grand. And then somebody says, yeah, well, it's, I'm 2000 bucks. Or whatever it is, or 20, (laughs) whatever it is. But how does somebody really gauge their, um, you know, pricing? pricing. Yeah. That's a good question. So for any entrepreneur that has a service or um, especially a service that or a product, that's where like, you know, you really have to do research as far as what's the market doing. Like how, what are other, like, say you're trying to build a, you know, pillowcase, like, you know, line, like what are other price on pillowcases, you know? And how you can compete? Just get it out here. <laughs> how you can co- how you can compete with a pillowcase company if that's what you really want to do? Like say like this person, you're like you're like set. You're gonna make a pillowcase oh, brand. Oh, your competitor. Yeah, you look at your competitors, right? But you have to. That's where the the professional pictures come in. Like you go on Amazon, you look at the same pillowcase, but this person has better pictures, and the other person just like has one. Who are you gonna buy from? But it's the same price. Who are you going to call out here? Mm. So that's when like you have... Or you attach quality to the quality of... Exactly. Exactly. And that's when you have e-commerce. But if it's like uh, photography or, you know, being a creative, like you have to look at your equipment. You have to look at how much much time does it take you to edit? How much time does it take you to... um, to take the pictures and how much time, how much uh, direction are you, how good are you at directing people? You know, all these, these aspects of your, your, your experience, what does that, like, what is all that entail? And look at, look at how much you want to be paid, but at the same time, you have to be realistic. If it's your first year doing it, you know, you don't, you don't want to charge like $5,000 for a wedding, for example, 
because people will ask you, how many weddings have you done? Because you're not marketing yourself. Mm. You're not putting in your content, your portfolio. You wouldn't believe me if I told you, man. I'm giving you a good (laughs) price right now. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) I always, if there's anything I could tell a creative, uh, whatever kind of, uh, whether it's video, film, or anything, is do at least three really quality, like high quality clients and blast the crap out of it. Like market mm. those three because it's your ideal client. It's your ideal like vision of what you want more of and you want to put out what you want more of. So some people are like I have dogs and then some people have babies and some people have like weddings and engagement and it's like, oh my gosh, this photographer does everything. A wedding person who does weddings or who's going to get married, they're they're more than they're willing to spend the money. They're not going to go to somebody who does everything. They're going to go to somebody who does specializes in what they're looking for. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why I give yourself the grace to just focus on one niche because you want more of it, right? So it's okay. The client, the right clients will come and price it the way you want to price it. But do your research. Like I had a, I had a mentor, Lisa Sassovich. She charged at the time $13,000 an hour to talk to her. Now think about that, okay? She deserves that because she is talking. She talked to Tony Robbins on, like, she probably calls him, like, hey, what are you guys eating tonight? You know, like, that's how close she is to $4,500. Conversation, $4,500. What's the answer worth to you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they probably do that. Yeah. So, you know, just thinking about it that way, it's like, man, if I was a coach, that's why monetization, that's why they're able to market their prices for like a workshop online. It's kind of low, like maybe less than $400, maybe $99. They're able to price it really low because it's monetized. But if you're going to spend time with that coach, best believe you're going to have to pay, like mm-hmm. you're going to have to fork up more because you're spending actual real time, right? And so it's about valuing your time and, and really researching the market and um, just starting. Even if you started like at, doing a, a photo shoot for 150 bucks and say you took three hours yeah you got 150 bucks but you got the experience and you're like now i know what i don't want to do and now i know what i want to do I love oh that's it. 50 bucks an hour too dude like i yeah. I, I think there's a and kind of kind of though like the editing isn't even like right you know? okay see i'm not a photographer so that's not something that i would calculate right um but uh, but still, you don't. I mean, you want to value your time, but like you mentioned, like when you're first starting, it, it's it's hard to put a price on because people do want experience and and things mm-hmm. like that. But that's probably where that conf- that confusion lies, right? But I think about like buying a can of beans, like in a blind taste test. Or you follow me in a blind taste follow test. You could have like four different types of beans, right? But you couldn't tell the difference, really. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is s and w contact us or this is whatever right like you're not going to really tell but on the shelf me i associate quality with the one that's a little more expensive right and so in my mind i'm already like oh this one tastes better it's better quality right because the price is a little bit higher so there's there's also a level of valuing what you're going to bring to the table whether you have experience or not and without experience maybe some people might question it but you could also package that too. Like, hey, listen, this is my passion. Like, I'm so fired up about this. This, like, And you could attach a story to that mm-hmm. and essentially be worth the price through that. 
yeah, this person has 30 years experience, but they're kind of burned out and they're just going to go through the motions, man. I'm young. I'm on fire, right? Like I'm going to do something for you. That's never been done by anybody else. I, I say can that, attach, like, I say that would work. I would, I'm being realistic because it's just like in my, in the company we're in right now, like I was like, Oh, I'm going to do this. And now I'm like, Oh no, so you're You can't because you know, you're, you're in training still. And that's what I, what I'm getting at is if you're brand new and you don't really have experience, but you got mentored by like the best person in your industry. Yeah. You can put it, you can put more dollar signs on that. I would say that's when you can do it, but you got to humble yourself too and be like, you know, what can I do right now? And then have a plan, you know, in six months, I'm going to raise my price because I'm going to get a new, the new Sony, whatever, or I'm going to raise my price because I just took this workshop and it elevated my, my business and my mindset's like stretched. Now I have uh, programs, you know, um, we're online and offline. I'm going to raise my price now. So it's just like baby steps, you know, but not like right off the bat. I don't agree you with you, Camille. Yourself. I don't agree with you, Camille. Matt, no, I, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying and I get it. But um, I think the challenge with people when it comes to starting entrepreneurship is realism. Well, let's be real. You have no experience here. Or let's be real. And that kind of keeps people from it. So I can I, I respect what you're saying. But I would also challenge people to like not be realistic right like most people's dreams and goals are not realistic at that time but they become realistic through the process but you, so you have to live somewhere in between i think no but okay so like if your that, first client mm -hmm. right like you have a mentor and stuff but let's say your first client in and 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 you're done training in two months and you're good to go and you you've been given all the skills you need to go out and then your first client is you're rolling over i don't know maybe southwest airlines or something like that and you you just made a seven figure residual income like realistically th that shouldn't have happened but it did now doesn't your confidence and everything just go through the roof now oh, somebody yeah. asks you like hey how many clients do you have and you're like one they're like oh you're not you're not worth it right like i'm not going to trust you but then you're like hey i have one client but it's like southwest airlines yeah. and i'm managing you know 30 billion dollars for them or whatever their you know their their right. thing is now your value just went through the roof but you still only have one client and you're fresh out of training does yeah. that you, you know you, so that's why it depends on your industry it depends on what you're doing because when it comes to photography you have to you have to have a portfolio you have to showcase something because if you don't people will ask you for it and be like oh i don't have it oh okay well you know thank you for the information I was saying come closer to the mic. Oh, um, yeah. So Ooh, like, look at that. There we go. <laughs> so I was like, you know, so so I know what you're saying though, because mm -hmm. in the coaching field or being a consultant or being a financial advisor, you know, you just start your business. And when somebody decides to go with somebody else, it's like dude, really? They're only like representing like only th this this brand, this company, and you know it's a crappy company, but you don't want to be like, dude, that's a crappy company. But they went with them anyway because of either loyalty or because they think, oh, they're brand new, so you know they're not going to be good. So I know what you're saying because when it comes to when people say that, like, oh, um, how much, how many weddings have you done? And that would hurt me because I'm like, dude, like. I'm a, I would rock the crap out of your wedding. You know what I mean? Like you're missing out. And my price is like super cut down. Like you're missing out. And so I would just like wipe my hands clean. I'm like, all right, dude, like you're lost. And I would just keep going. But the, the, the thing is, if it bothers you so much, that's a problem. But on top of it, when you're doing what we're doing, right, or being just a coach or consultant, period, 
it 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 does it it's bothersome when people are like oh you don't have like you only started like how long have you been doing this they always ask that question how many years have you been in it oh well i just started oh cool like i wish you the best of luck like don't even give you a chance so the way i turn that around is i share that with people you know like when they start a business watch it when they start a business and they're waiting for someone to give them a chance and they don't because they don't have the experience or the the years of you know momentum or whatever and they don't get that chance that's just like that's just like reaping what they sow you know what i'm saying so i just wipe my hands clean like if if people don't want to do it it's all good i'm not hurt by it it's it's bothersome and it is annoying because you do get you do get that Mm -hmm. you know being an entrepreneur starting out but don't let it bother you. The minute you let it bother you and disrupt your peace, that's when it's not. You're not focused. You need to stay focused. Who cares? People will people will uh, ridicule you all the time. Like what is it? Uh, Jeff Bezos was in the garage. Like you know what I mean? Like people ridiculed him and whoever yeah. did start all that, all these people, Oprah, all that stuff. What I think and, it 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 comes at is confidence. It's being yeah. confident in your abilities and where mm-hmm. you're at. Yeah. So being confident, I think there's people move with people that are confident. Yeah. Um, exactly. And that's that's, good. that's that's what I feel like it really comes down to. If somebody's like not confident, like somebody's you know, you know, even even after the fact, like say you did, say somebody did get that thirty billion dollar you know deal, right? But then after the fact, you know, somebody's like you know they're talking with somebody and they're not confident. They're like you know yeah well, you know it's it's a client, but I had a lot of help and. You know, it was, you know, so, but it's really cool though, you know, but, but I'm really excited to help you out. It, it, there's a, there's a different flow, but, but what I get from Thomas is like, well, shoot, being confident in your ability or being confident in your help, mm-hmm. <laughs> being confident in, 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 in the abilities of people around you, I think right. um, ha- has a lot to do with it. Um, but also knowing, um, sometimes not getting so far out beyond your skis too um is can can sometimes put people in a in a spot where they're like holy crap like sometimes you know somebody can get a client and it's like say a a hundred thousand dollar client you know it's a photo you know it's a video thing and they had all this confidence they said they put together a really great video package a really good promotional video and now they have somebody that comes to them they're like yeah i have a hundred thousand dollar job but they don't have a hundred thousand dollar job equipment. They don't have a hundred thousand dollar job. They yeah. never done a hundred thousand dollar job before. They don't have a hundred. They never. They never fired. had. <laughs> then week one, you know, they're like, "Oh crap!" Right. Yeah, you know, way out beyond your skis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's there's a there's an ebb and flow of it. But I think yeah. confidence and confidence comes from work. Confidence right. comes from doing. Right. Confidence comes from experience having a, you know yeah. having some experience. But even you know, but. Sh- you know, I wish that was my first client. Also. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm just, yeah, yeah. Be there, awesome. there's a level of confidence and obviously there's a fine line where you don't want to drown yourself. But I think, I think that having that certainty that like, Hey, I'm going to go above and beyond, right? Like above and beyond is it's, that's not usually, you know what I mean? You're not, you're not selling yourself short, I, I guess was the point that I'm trying to make. Like, and, and I say this because at the beginning, I there I was wanting to be realistic. Realistically, I don't know much about this industry. Realistically, like all I know how to do is like make a good drink. Realistically, I shouldn't be uh successful at this, right? Like real like 
yes, be realistic with pricing or whatever. I guess that's what we're talking about. But I, I think you need to be a little bit beyond that too. Like the people that are the most attractive are the ones that are talking about their dreams. Like, no, you know what? Like, yes. or living in their dream and, and saying like, hey, I can deliver on this, right? I forgot who the entrepreneur was, but it was somebody who was like, um, they had a budget for to deliver on this job. And this job was going to pay him like a quarter million dollars, but he didn't have the resources was the question that, that whoever was interviewing him asked like, Hey, how did you get that job done? If you didn't have the resources, he was like, well, that's where your thinking is wrong. He's like, I did have the resources cause the job was already mine. So I could go out and I had the budget. In other words, he borrowed, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To make that because the money was already his, the job was already his. Mm -hmm. So you might have a hundred thousand dollar job, but you got $20,000 worth of equipment, but you can easily go out and get the rest of the equipment because the job is yours. And now you, you give yourself the ability to deliver. But that's where the confidence comes from. So when you, when you're sitting down with somebody and, you know, proposing your services or your products to somebody, you have to, you have to stay within your plan and, and you have to know and identify what can you, what can you give that's extra as like a bonus or, you know, something extra that you can give knowing that you are going to give that and set those expectations. So if any time they're like, oh, well, you know, I don't want the, I don't care about the, the, you know, calling the vendors, I'll do it myself. Oh, okay, cool. You know, that's, that's part of my job. So I don't, I don't deduct that from my, my price. Mm -hmm. If they're like, oh, well then, you know, I'll have to think about it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let me know if you have any questions don't deviate from the plan like keep your if you say oh okay fine i'll just take off like 500 bucks then then that's like taking away from you know your, your worth your worth and then they're gonna see oh if they're gonna drop this down i'm gonna i'm gonna try to drop in the, more stuff down mm -hmm. and that's why you gotta stick to it but identify what those the 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 compromise that you can have that you can that you can do identify what those are and then be really firm with with how you propose it and then let them know you know let them know about their dream and why they why they need that service in the first place mm -hmm. like you know you need this because you, you know how are you going to monetize your your workshops how you know are you are you planning to spend more time doing this every day or like how what's your plan oh no i want to monetize it well if you compare my price to this person it's not the same you know i don't mind i'm not saying like you know to say anything bad about that person but this is what I'm, this is my price and, you know, I'm happy to do it for you. And you well, know, what is that separation, right? Like, what are you bringing to the table that they're not going to get exactly. there? Exactly. Yeah. And not to like call names out or anything like that, but you know, like having those objections ready to go. And that's why it's important when I was, um, I was talking to Alex, like you have to have like your presentation ready to go, just like anything, any business, right? You have to make it super predictable. So you always ask maybe two three questions the same questions every time and that's an open-ended question so you allow them to talk and you allow them to share their vision with you and that's when you're like okay i could where can i help because if it's not a good fit you have to let it go you know mm. and once you start trying to convince the person that they need you that's you're not doing you're not going to have a good experience with that job because mm -hmm. that gig or whatever because you're going to end up doing so much for this person and they're not going to see your value so, I mean, that's why it's so important to get the, the, the creation to get, do the creation together and build that 
vision together with your help, yeah. you know, just add, contribute to it, but they have to have the vision first. It just depends on what job you're, you know, business you're doing, but, um, yeah, definitely. I see what you're saying though. I see what you're saying. And you just go all in. If somebody was like, Camille, like, I know like you're like, you're, you're really, really good at research and you're really good at like figuring out like how to, you know, take the holes out of the business and sew it up and like really evolve the business like I know I'm good at that but when somebody recognizes that and they're willing to pay me and I don't have any I don't have any like paid clients myself mm-hmm. I do it I do it for a partnership and build relationships that's how I'm able to collaborate and you know hey I scratch your back you say okay cool like we got well like, there's I a value you. add there's to value. each other yeah. there's ROI in it you know mm-hmm. and so um, you know I don't have that experience say but say somebody came up to me and said they know that I can do that and they're happy to pay me like a hundred thousand dollars to do work with them for a year. I'd be like, bet like I'm there. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. But it's your reputation too, you know. Like, you got to be a good person. Like, you can't be talking about like how you you're you know you do this and that and and you and you're gonna you know you're being negative. Like, say you're just talking doo doo all the time about people, and no one's gonna want to work with you. You got to have a good attitude. You got to be on. You got to be on sure. when you're on you're on, you know, when you're off, it's because you're resting, you know, so I don't, I don't know if that made sense. No, a lot of that uh, makes sense to me. I just me personally, um, I, I think that experience can sometimes be overrated. And that was yeah, probably the right. point that I'm trying to make. Like if, if, if somebody's coming to me like and they're like, oh, yeah, I've got 30 years industry experience. I've actually had this with with some of my, um, you know, recent prospects and stuff they're like oh well i was you know i've been with this this person for 20 years and and you know and they got a ton of experience and they got a great reputation i'm like yeah when did they ever talk to you about some of these concepts or have they ever well no it's this is the first time i've heard it i'm like okay so they're bringing they they're not bringing to the table what i'm bringing to the table so we can compare experience they're 25 years older than me and have you know 20 more years experience but that means nothing, nothing. to the expertise that i have in this particular area and so i think sometimes you can package yourself with confidence over somebody who has experience if i was if i was a first year photographer and i was passionate about it like you and they're like hey i just met somebody who has like a fat portfolio like the phone book and stuff i'm like that's awesome but you know and i I don't know that person but if i wanted that job i'm going to fight for it and say i'm going to deliver something to you that they don't have i have a fresh take i have some ideas i have some vision based on what i've seen and this and that and i don't know maybe they do have the same thing but they got a tired eye after 30 years I got fresh eyes, right? Like I would package dude, that. Dude, bang, dude, hey, hey, dude, and I'm and I'm getting that. I'm like I'm yeah. taking that business. I'm yeah. I'm not gonna settle for like. Okay, you're right. I don't have what they have. Like, no, I have something different. What's that separation? And if you value that, then cool. I think I think that's possible. By the way, for all of you entrepreneurs, I think that's possible with everything. What I mean, what I'm saying is, is fight for what it is yeah. that you want. Well, as somebody a, is willing to take your lunch, <laughs> they will, dude. You know what I mean. And yeah. I think new entrepreneurs have a a really a really great like window because they're not as busy as like say Tony Robbins. They're not as busy as Tony Robbins. So people who get a Tony Robbins like um, tutorial or workshop or whatever like that, how much time is it gonna like? Is he gonna have for to spend time with you? You would have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, right? But if you're like the next Tony Robbins or like you 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 look at yourself like someone who has a lot of value like that because you're confident and you've been through all these all these things or or not, but you have a lot of value to give. You can you can pitch that like I ha- I will make time for you. 
you know, like yeah. this is not, you're not going to get this availability. Point. Yeah. Availability, <laughs> you know, so nice. <laughs> it's not ability. No, the number one ability is availability. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we there. We there, my G. We there, man. Uh, yeah, this was fire, man. I hope I answered good. some questions. I know we talked about a lot of stuff. But <laughs> I'm very structured-minded, cool. so I'm like, do we talk about everything? <laughs> she just wanted to talk and not have us interrupt, bro. That's what she said. <laughs> no, I just I didn't know. I had a process. I, I didn't know if I, if I covered everything. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that we did this. I think you, you did. Yeah, so I am too. Nah, man, I, I had a blast, man. We had a blast before the, before the <laughs> conversation. Yeah, the 20 minutes behind the <laughs> scenes you're not going to get. Know you know? Right. Uh, you know, there'll pop be another podcast for that. Pop lock and there'll Camille. be another podcast for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the scenes, we man. should do a reaction reaction video podcast. That would be so fun. Oh, you know what yeah, I'm talking it about? Be interesting, yeah. Like have a video and we'll watch it and see what people see what the deal is. I don't know, break it down. Yeah. I got some videos, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, I got some videos. Done. All right, yeah, yeah. That's all another. That's all another topic. That man. could be like like a once a week thing, or like every like once a month. All right, guys, it's the reaction, whatever you know. Make it fun. Like, yeah, you can react to comments, yeah. conversations, people stuff people say. I understand. But, I, yeah, dude, that makes. Sense. Makes sense. That's what I do. They don't want me reacting, man. I'm uh, I'm defensive. (laughs) (laughs) And I will offend you if I feel the need to defense. Yo, I'm telling you, we had such uh we we'll talk about we had we had such a the last one we did, bro, it was so funny. (laughs) Dude, I I need to listen to that audio, bro. You gotta send it to me because I'm like I'm curious. Where it went. I left the gloves at home, so It was crazy, man. But Camille, we appreciate you, man, for coming through to the coming through to the uh, to the orifice, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my I had god! A good time. You guys are always fun. Yeah, man. Likewise. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. I'm super excited, man. Want to appreciate you guys for listening in. You know, just remember, man, to like, comment, share, subscribe, smash mm-hmm. the like button, do all that, man. Share this with a friend. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, and shoot, man. With that, oh, where can people find you? Oh, find, I'm always on Instagram. I take breaks sometimes, but it's Camille Hita underscore. And then um, I'm starting to build my Facebook page, so watch out for that too. It's Camille Hita. 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 Oh, Hita. I say Hita. Government. I like Hita. Government. Hita. You know what I'm saying? But in a, you know, where we at is hit up, man. Hit up. Uh, but man, shoot, I'm excited, man. Any anything you want to close out with, Thomas? I'm good, brother. I think yeah, I think it was awesome. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank and you. And all guys. your insight. Absolutely. Well, shoot, without no without no further ado, man, no pressure. No diamonds. Let's get it.